by the Spirit of God in my studies, I've, I've come to find out that you and I really only have the one call, really only have the one purpose, really only have the one will of the Father for us. And that really is found in Romans 8. Uh, Romans 8 and verse 29 says, For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of the Son. Our purpose on the earth is simply to be conformed to the image of the Son. Nothing more, nothing less. Anything I do, anything I want, anything I accomplish for God, for the kingdom, and all that good thing really is only the only purpose of any of that is to bring me closer towards me being conformed to the image of the Son. Why? Because in being conformed to the image of the Son, the Son is the total sum of everything the Father is. And so in being conformed to the image of the Son, I become what the Father intended for all sons is to be the Father. Now, not to be the Father, Father, meaning I'm not going to be God somewhere on some strange planet. That's not what we're talking about. But I will be like my Father. And really, isn't that what every father wants, every earthly father wants for their son? To be like them, to be in the image of. And so you see this principle even, and I was thinking about this just during praise and worship. Turn to Genesis. Turn to Genesis. Boy, you know, if, if a preacher starts in Genesis, you know that they can go long. <laughs> I'm just saying. If that's where we're starting... You better start now praying for the 11 o'clock crowd. <laughs> Pray that they get a good breakfast before they come in. So you see, this, you see this even from the very beginning of the covenant that God intended for a son seed to be on the earth. Ooh, I like that. I like how that, I like a son seed. Why, why is a son seed necessary? A son seed is necessary because God intended a son harvest. And in order for that to come a sun harvest, there has to first come a sun seed. And so you see in the Old Testament a type and a shadow of a sun seed here in Genesis 22 and verse uh, 3, uh, 2. And, and God said, take now your son. Listen to the phrasing of this. Take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love. Notice the phrasing of that. Doesn't that sound like John 3, 16? For God so, so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. So see, even how the terminology, even back then, God was already prophetically giving utterance about how that what He wanted, what he wanted from Abraham was a son seed. So that from Abraham, from that covenant, could come the Christ seed, and from the Christ seed could come the Christ harvest. So you and I are part of that Christ harvest. We call it firstborn and we're all the afterborns. But I tell you what, it's good to be part of the Christ harvest. Because the Christ harvest has everything that the Christ seed is. And so God, back there, back there then in, in, in Romans 8, talk about how the, 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 the earth is basically waiting for the revealing of the sons of God. And I'll tell you what, as we get into the end of this age, and I'll tell you, it doesn't matter who and what and when you think about the return of Jesus, I'll tell you what, everybody knows something's cooking on the earth. 
And I get the privilege of being around many different parts of the body of Christ who have many different views on when they think Jesus is returning. But I'll tell you one thing we all agree on, something's happening. And the way it's happening and the speed at which it's happening, it has to end soon. It's just winding up to where it's just wound up. And so because you have that understanding, Romans 8 becomes even more, more pertinent to when, where you and I are. Go back to Romans 8 with me. Come on. I'm trying to catch you all up. Verse 19, for the earnest expectation. I love that there is expectation for us. For the earnest expectation of creation eagerly waits. See how desperate that sounds. See how eager that sounds. See how, see how pressing that sounds. Earnest expectation eagerly waits. This is not some casual waiting. This is not some come when you want to come, go when you want to go. Yeah, this, is, this, is, this, is something, this is something pressing. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing. Ooh, there is a revealing coming on the earth. And the revealing is for the sons of God. In other words, what Paul here, under the unction of the Spirit of God, was saying that is that there is a rising up and a showing up and a showing forth of the sons of God. We call that the church of Jesus Christ. So the image of God, the image of the Son, that you and I actually already are. As we stand up in whatever uh, realm of influence God has given us, and you know we all have a realm of influence. Everyone does. Everyone does. Because we all interact with people, we all uh, come, come in touch with people, we all at some point have people hear our voice. We all do. We all do. And did you know that God's intention for us is that we show forth the image of the Son in that? Why is that? Because when the image of the sun is shown forth, is revealed. Listen, everything about the sun is revealed in the image of the sun. And where the image of the sun is, the person of the sun is. And where the person of the sun is, the personality of the sun is. And where the personality of the sun is, the liberty of the sun is. And any place that has dark in it, there's only one reason why it's dark. The reason why things are dark is because there's no light there. Do you know that light and darkness are not in some eternal battle somewhere? That's not actually happening. Look, think about this room. Think, think about this room. If, if they turn all the lights off, you would automatically have dark. But I tell you what, once they flip those switches on, did you know that there is not a moment where dark and light are fighting it out and trying to decide who's going to stay there? The moment you flick that switch on, light comes on, darkness leaves. It is just that simple. Light always wins. Always. It just needs representation. That's all it needs. It's never a question of, of you turn the light on and darkness decide not to leave. It, that's not, that never happens. That never, that never happens. There is no lingering darkness once you turn the lights on. The only thing that can cause darkness to linger in anyone's life is if they think it'll go on lingering. 
and allow that darkness to go on lingering in their thoughts. And because they allow it to linger in their thoughts, it'll go on lingering because whatever you think about, you see. It, it never works anywhere else. You flick the switch on, darkness goes. And that's, and that's why over here, that's why over here, you see what God wanted simply and all that he ever wanted was for the image of the sun to be on the earth. And again, I understand that we're created for worship. I understand we're created for fellowship. I understand all of that. That's, that's all of what's included in the image of the sun. But God's purpose in creation of man was not just fellowship because God was never alone. It wasn't just worship because God already had the best worshipers ever. He, he already did and he always will. And it's not going to be you and I. But what God didn't have was that the image of the Son, His image, be represented on the earth. The Old Testament then is a revelation of servanthood. The New Testament is a revelation of sonship. And, 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 and the more you and I walk into this and understand that God intends for sons to be on the earth. And listen, you couldn't be a son and not have everything that the Father has. You see, you see the, difference, the difference between a son and a servant is that a servant serves just for this. You could say that a servant is a hireling. It's temporary how long they serve. It's, 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 it's for a paycheck, so to speak. That's, how people, that's why people serve. But boy, listen what? A, a son serves because of relationship. And we're going to go back to that. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, by the Spirit of God, the church of Jesus Christ in this day and in this age, we're going to go back to relationship with the Father. That will be the basis from which we do things. That will be our motivation. will simply be intimacy with the Father. And from that place of intimacy, that's what will motivate us to do anything and everything. Romans 8, come on, let's try a little bit more. Romans 8. Romans 8, Romans 8. Likewise, verse 26, likewise the Spirit also helps in our weakness, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself make intercession for us. So this issue of the sons being revealed on the earth is so vital that number one, Jesus had to come and be that seed, but number two, the Spirit had to by the Spirit himself had to by intercession birth that image on the earth. Can I tell you that you've got, you've got the Father, the Son, and the Spirit of God all involved in you being revealed as the image of the Son on the earth. You are going to be revealed that way. They all three are involved. They all, because this is, so, this is so important to heaven that the image of the Son be on the earth. For likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weakness, for we do not know what we should pray for as God, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Uh, I, don't wanna, I don't mean to preach to the choir, but I go to too many churches nowadays where it seems to me almost like they're backing away from praying in the Spirit and praying in tongues. Can I tell you that ought not be us? 
we, we need to actively court the moving of the Spirit in our life and in the services we're attending. We ought, to act, we ought to actively make room. And listen, when I say actively make room, I don't just mean between the three fast songs and the two slow songs, and then when they dim the lights just right, and then we, we pray a couple of rondai, shondai, tie my bow tie kind of tongues. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about we ought to be aggressive, we ought to be on purpose, we ought to pray loud enough where we can hear ourselves pray. If you, cut, if you cut tongues out of your service, it won't be long before you cut the flow of the Spirit out of your service. If you cut that out of the service, it won't be long before you cut the miraculous out of your service. And it won't be long before then Jesus will have to say, Behold, I stood at the door and knocked. No, I say, I say, I say because of the age we live in, because of the time we live in, I say we ought to double up on allowing for the Spirit of God time and room to move in our services. We ought to come with double expectancy for the flow of the Spirit of God. Sure, we've got to have good teaching. Sure, we've got to have good preaching. I understand all of that, but I'll tell you what, some demons you couldn't preach out of you, they had to be cast out by the finger of God. On the other hand, if all you do is run around trying to have demons cast out of you, then you probably do need to come and sit down and get some good teaching to learn to stand. <laughs> there is balance. There is balance. Everything isn't a demon. Sometimes it's just you. <laughs> and you cannot cast you out of you. Trust me, if that could have been done, we'd have done it for you already. <laughs> so when the Spirit makes intercession for you to form you into the image of the Son, then after verse 26 comes verse 28, and we know, and we know that all things work together for our good. Why? Because anything can come our way, and if we will allow, God would use that anything from anyone, anywhere, anytime. He'll use that to somehow, some way, shape us so that we'd be more into the image of the Son. Now again, please don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not suggesting that God sends trials and tribulation your way to teach you. No, He sent the Spirit and the Word to come teach you. But even with the Word and the Spirit, you've got, you've got people around you who make decisions. And, and, and can I tell you a secret? You don't always make the best decisions and the perfect decisions all the time yourself. So when, when I make a mistake, when I step out of line, when I miss it, if I will allow, God can turn me missing it into a lesson in life and in the Spirit. So I tell everyone I work with, I tell everyone I have the privilege of working with or has some sort of relationship with me, I'm like, listen, I'm okay with people making mistakes. My only rule is that you have to be creative with your mistakes. <laughs> that means you can't be repeating them over and over and over and over and over again. You're allowed to make a mistake once and then come up with a new one. <laughs> right? Because if you're repeating it over and over again, it's not a mistake, it's a cycle. And you deal with cycles differently than you do mistakes. 
That's a whole other message. That's a whole other message, but it's true though. Can I tell you that whom the sun sets free is free indeed? One of the things that, that the sun can set you free from is the cycles in your life. The cycles that your parents put in you, the cycle that society put in you, the cycle that your education or lack of education put in you, the cycle of what they say about you has put in you. The Son of God can set you free from the cycles. You don't have to be the way you used to be, the way grandma used to be, the way great-grandma, you don't have to be that. That cycle can be broken with you, in you, through you, by you today. Why? Because the image of the Son breaks cycles. You see, the world was in a cycle of sin and death, but the Son broke that off of us. One of the cycles that can be broken off of people, that should be broken off of people, is the need for everyone to like you all the time. Now, I want you to like me, but I come to find out, guess what? If you don't like me, I'll live. Come to find out, I want you to like me. I want to be, I, I, you know, it, it's, it's good and I'm going to try my best to be polite and kind and sweet, but when people don't like me, <sighs> my attitude is there's two kinds of people on the earth, those that like me, those that need deliverance. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> That was a joke. I'm a, I apologize. I, I... <laughs> Too many donuts this morning. You, you, you kind of, you listen, if you want to go with God, if you want to flow with the Spirit, you kind of got to have that attitude. I want everyone to come with me, but if you won't, I'll go alone. Why? Because if, if you're standing around waiting for everyone else to go, waiting for everyone else to go, and, and then let's vote. Can we have a move the Spirit? Okay, let's vote, let's vote. And I'll tell you what, they'll vote you and the move of God right out of your life. It costs to be in the image of the Son. And what it costs you is that sometimes you'll have to walk alone. Now, again, hear my heart in this. I'm not, I'm not trying to isolate. I'm not telling you to be mean. Please don't take this as a word to be mean to any of your relatives because that's not what I'm talking about at all. This is not some confirmation that you need to come to church. Can I be mean to that relative you came to church and the preacher said you can go alone? That's not, this is not any confirmation. This is not a word for you. But I'm telling you, your attitude has to be, if I'm the only one, if that's the only son, if that's the sacrifice i got to make, I'll make it. I, and I, I come to find out that if you, will, if you will stand that way, if you will believe that way, it won't be long before people come run with you. I know in my life, there have been situations where it, it looked, in fact, on social media, the, one of the reasons why I call myself I am just James is because when I look back at my life, everything that I've ever started by the will of God, I had to start alone. It was just James starting it. It ought not have been that way. There ought to have been people come run with me, but they didn't. Well, I tell you what, God was faithful and it wasn't long. It, it, was, it has never been long before if I would step out. And again, this is, a, this is about your heart. My heart wasn't that I had to be right. My heart was that I believed this was what God wanted for me. You're hearing this? In other words, I wasn't trying to prove someone wrong. I was just saying, I believe with all of my heart, this is right. And it wasn't long before. If I would do that, God would send a supply to me. 
God would send people, God would send money, God would send favor, God would send wisdom, all kinds of things would come my way. Because I found out, listen now, and this, this, this applies to all of you too, I found out that when God calls someone, He never just calls the one person. Every calling is multiple. In other words, with everything you call to do, there will come a call for other people to help you, to favor you, to open doors for you, to make room for you. There will come other people connected to your call that will be necessary for your call. You're never called alone. So I come, come to find out that everything he called me to do, God already called other people to either open a door for me, supply it, make room for me, get, do something that will help me with the call he's called me to, to be involved in the image of the sun, and we know that all things work together for good for those who love God. And I think, I think you and I are coming to this time where we have to maybe start thinking about real hard, believing real hard about having, the fact that we might have to make a stand that, that other people may not appreciate all too much. Actually, I think that day's already upon us. I don't even think it's coming. I, I, think, it's, I think that day's already on us where, 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 the, where, where the world has already made up its mind on how it should run and we'll have to take a stand on, on what we think is right based on what we see in the Word of God. I think that day's already upon us. And I understand that our goal and our purpose is to win the world, but you don't win them by being just like them. Our call to be the image of the sun means that we raise the standard of the sun on the earth. Yes, 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 the son of God as he walked on the earth, uh, uh, Jesus as he walked on the earth, he mixed and mingled with everyone, but his purpose of mixing and mingling with everyone wasn't to be everyone. His purpose of mixing and mingling with everyone was so that he could present the message to everyone. How you win people is going, to, is going to be how you have to keep them too, by the way. And so I've just, and again, I, you know, I have the privilege of being in many rooms and being in many places and no one ever tags me when they see me outside of church for a preacher. That's never happened, <laughs> you know. And so I have the opportunity of talking with many different kinds of people. And I'm, I, I always have to remind myself that my purpose in being there, I have to be intentional about this, my purpose in being there is to represent the sun. Come on, this. Come on, come on. Uh, and we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, for those who are called according to His purpose. What is His purpose? His purpose is that you be made into the image, conformed into the image of the sun. So can I tell you this? All things are working together for your good because you've been called to the purpose and His purpose for you is that you be conformed to the image of the Son. Right now, the things you like, the things you don't like, the things that are for you, the things that are against you, you need to be able to fall back and say, God, some things I, I can change, some things I cannot change, all things I can believe for, but I also know that all things, those that I can believe for, those I kind of have a hard time believing for, those things, you're still working them to my benefit. Boy, when you have that attitude, you almost wake up, and when you see adversity come your way, you almost say, come on in, because I know that God's going to turn this around to my benefit. You, you, you develop the attitude of how dare you come against me. You don't know what's coming your way. You come against me that... 
Verse 31, what then shall we say to these things? So he's telling you, you've got to say something to these things. Ooh, listen, listen. Here's what the son would say to these things. If God is for me, who, what, when, where, why would you even try coming against me? You clearly don't know who's for me. And this is how you win. This is, this is the attitude you have to have. This is the stance you have. And again, please understand, I'm not just saying that faith isn't all bravado. Faith isn't all you... you f- this nonsense about faking it until you make it. That's nonsense. Faith, is, faith isn't faking anything at all. Faith, faith doesn't fake anything at all. Faith is also, by the way, faith is also never blind, by the way, because faith always sees whatever the Word says. When you hear people say, we're going to jump out in blind faith, listen, you, you are telling them, stay on the ledge, don't jump. <laughs> jump out in blind faith, you're going you're gonna to land on your... <laughs> so faith never blind, because faith always sees what the Word says. And here's what the Word says. The Word says, if God is for me, who can be against me? How do I know God's for me? Because I'm being conformed to the image of the Son. So everything that comes my way, everything that the enemy is dumb enough, fool enough to try throwing my way, God's going to flip that around and somehow, somewhere, sometime, it's going to come to my, to add, add to me being conformed to the image of the Son. And by the time I'm conformed to the image of the Son, I'll have power over that that the enemy is right throwing my way. So everything he's throwing my way, I'll actually stack it up and I'll be climbing on up higher. You see, when you wake up like that, when you wake up like that, when you wake up like that, you have no problems with whatever facing you after you get out of bed. Can I tell you that you don't always change people or situations, but you can always change you. You don't always change people or situations. Some situations are just the way they are, and some people are just the way they are. And you got to leave them in the hands of God. But boy, I tell you what, every single time, you can change you. You can change every single time. And your response and how you react to that and them, if that will change, that will change everything else. And when, and when, that, and when that changes, then it won't matter how they are anymore. It won't matter what they do anymore. It, it won't make a difference anymore because you've changed. If God is for us, who? What, when can be against us? So, 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 so this, this chapter 8 that, that I've just been living in, literally just been living in here, there's something about it to where when we understand, verse 14, the, the, the distance between being a servant and being a son is the leading of the Holy Ghost. You say, wait a minute, I thought you were just talking about it being prayer, intercession. Yeah, but even in real prayer and real intercession, it is about following the leading of the Holy Ghost. Because the Spirit leads you to pray for you. Aren't you thankful He leads us to pray for us? 
Well, that's so vital. Why? Because I don't know what I need prayer for. I, it takes the spirit, it takes the mind of God by the spirit of God revealed in me to even help me pray for things I don't know about. That's some of those mysteries Paul was talking about over there in 1 Corinthians that when we pray in the spirit, we pray out the mysteries of God. Those mysteries of God are not kept from us. They're kept for us. Oh, I love that I have mysteries kept for me, that my, my daddy God, my Abba Father has got mysteries kept for me. And because I know him and I know how he is, I know that whatever he's kept for me, it's good. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, verse 14, for as many as led by the Spirit of God, they are the mature sons of God. So then this tells me that the way to maturity is how I respond to the Spirit of God. My ability to respond to God determines my spiritual growth. Listen carefully now. It's not how much word you have in you. And again, and again, I believe in teaching. I teach. In fact, this very evening, once I'm done with services up here, I got to rush back to my hotel room, get on a little Zoom thing because I've, I've agreed to teach for a, a, a Bible, a, a Rama over there in Asia. So I'm Zooming to the classrooms over there. So I believe in teaching. But, but the word alone, without the Spirit, only raises Pharisees. Because that's what the Pharisees were. Think about that. That's what the Pharisees were. They gave their whole life to memorizing, to copying, to protecting the word. And yet when the living word stood in front of them, the one who gave them that word, they couldn't recognize him. That's, that's a New Testament tragedy right there. These people literally gave their life to everything about the written, written word. And yet when the one who gave the word stood in front of them, you see, you need the Spirit of God to breathe, <sighs> breathe life on you. You know that old saying, if you have the word only, you'll dry up. If you have the Spirit only, you'll blow up. If you have the word and Spirit, you will grow up. And we need, and we need, we need to grow up. Because God intends, as long as you are a babe in Christ, you don't qualify for what an heir in Christ ought to have. God intends for us to grow up. And the way we grow up is to have the Word and the Spirit of God. And, I, and I, like I said, I, I got to go to many different places, you know. And you go to some places, and they're all about the Word. You go to some other places, they're all about the Spirit. And, and what you need is to be able to bring, and I believe God's doing this. I believe God's bringing the different groups of the body of Christ together come. In, in this age. He's bringing the different streams come together. He's bringing the word people. He's bringing the apostolic prophetic people. He's bringing the signs and wonders people. He's bringing the, the worship people. He's bringing the missions. He's bringing all those different ones come together. Why? Because together we are the composite picture of the, of the Son of God. I really believe that's what he's doing. I really do. I really believe that God is in the process of bringing the body of Christ come together and we all have a different emphasis. And the problem I think sometimes is that when you have an emphasis that God's made real to you, you think that your emphasis is the only emphasis that needs emphasizing. <laughs> it's not true, but you think that. I thought that. For many years, I thought what, I, what the camp I was in was the most important thing. Come to find out, God was moving and, and, and ministering in a whole lot of other places that I just didn't even know about. When I found out about it, I felt like a babe in Christ again. Not just because I was discovering new things about what God was doing, but because I was just so excited that God was moving and saying so many different things that I hadn't heard of yet. 
don't you love that our Father is bigger than us? Don't, 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 don't you love that what God can do, God can say, and how God, the Spirit of God moves is bigger than what I could ever know in this lifetime or really in eternity? This, this thing, of, of be, for many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Come on, let's, we're almost going to close. We're almost going to close. We're almost going to close. Galatians chapter 4. Why does God want us to grow up? Galatians 4. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave. Though he is master of all, but he is under guardians and stewards unto the time appointed by the father. There are benefits to growing up. Can I tell you, all of you here at Living Word, you belong to a great house. You've got good teaching. You've got good prayer. You've got a good flow. You've got a good, you've got a good openness to the flow. Can I tell you, be involved in everything that's made available to you here, and you will grow. You see, if you don't, Galatians here is telling us what's the difference between you being an heir and, and as a child, you get nothing that the heir is going to get anyway. I don't just want to be a child of God. I want to be an heir of the kingdom. You understand that? And, and don't have this, well, all I want to do is make it into heaven. Listen, your father wants more than that. Just, he, he wants more than that for you. He doesn't just want you to scrape it into heaven. He wants, you to, he wants, your, he wants your heaven experience to start now. That's why, that's, why, that's why Jesus, when the disciples, when the Jesus asked him to teach them how to pray, he said, our Father which art in heaven, your kingdom come. I was a Catholic boy. I prayed that all the time growing up, you know. I, I love, I love that Jesus said our Father. He didn't say my Father. He didn't say, he said our Father. So that immediately puts us all equal. Immediately. We, we all equal because we have one Father. Look at this now. now go back to Galatians. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all, but he is under guardians and stewards until the, appoint, until the time appointed by the father. Verse 5. To, re- to redeem those who are under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. God's solution to us being redeemed from the law being redeemed from sin, listen, wasn't just to break the power of sin over us, but to adopt us as sons. Because once we're adopted as sons, not only will the previous sin be broken off of us, but as sons, we have the power, we have the right to make sure that all sin is broken off of us all the time. So the anointing talked about over there in Isaiah 10, the anointing doesn't just break the yoke. Now that the Spirit of God lives on the inside of us as believers, we have access to all the anointing all the time so that none of that can ever get back on us. We can always walk free. Because God doesn't intend for any of the sons of God to walk bound in any what way, in any, to any one thing. Oh, I tell you what, it's good to be the son. It's good to be a son. It's good to be an heir. I, I, I don't just want to be a child. I want to grow because I want everything my father has intended for me. 
Verse 6, the spirit of adoption, adoption as sons. Verse 6, and because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then you are an heir of God through Christ. God's intention for me, all those in him scriptures that, that we study and, and confess and, 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 and all of that, the purpose of that is to get us to see ourselves in the sun, but we have to start seeing the sun in us as well. The image of the sun, that's who God intended for us to be. And I, I want to challenge you. The more you recognize that this is God's plan for you, to be the image of the sun, the more you will face life the way the son did. The more you recognize that God's plan for you from the very beginning was to be the image of the son, the more you will walk into any kind of darkness anywhere and say and do and act exactly the way the son would. If there was dark, you would say light. If there was lack, you would say abundance. If there was sickness, you would say health. If there was any kind of anything that didn't agree with the will of the father, his kingdom on the earth, then you would get up and you would start declaring. You could say you would start prophesying the Father's will because that's who the Son gets to be. You get to prophesy what the Father wants and you get to declare, you get to call in, you get to cast out, you get to rearrange this messed up world to what the Father intends for it to be. Stand with me, come on. Uh, come on, we've got a little bit of time. Come on, but it doesn't take long. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. All over this place, up in the balcony. Come on. A chorus of sons and daughters praying out the will of God for their life. Uh, the Spirit Himself make intercession for us. Come on, this is stirring ourselves. This is us stirring ourselves. The Spirit Himself make intercession for us. Make intercession for us. We, we too many times think of making intercession for everyone else. No, listen, he wants to start primarily make intercession for us. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If you're in here and you don't speak in tongues yet, right where you are, just go ahead and whatever words come out, whatever sounds come out, go ahead and allow for that to come out of your, your, your mouth. Hallelujah. There is an overflow of that in the room today. Ha ha. Bresso non grande befeles, Zulian jengana se, jenaman dele befedes, caraba so. Mendea aso krengesa zombri filista zande esambaya al frangesa mengena na nala na nena na mafrikeso bata fredesa beta fernaso gotta take this off the, the lights on me jana mafredesa bra filiste mandele frede ha sakara ba frede shakaya basa zonda non frebe 
Come on, this is you. This is who you really are. This is you cooperating the Spirit of God. This is you allowing for the Spirit of God to make intercession in and through you, by you, for you. Same goes for you that's watching online. Come on, you can get in the flow of the Holy Ghost right where you are. Online church, everyone else who's visiting us online. Zenga Isa Somba for no Sakerede, Sukuriande, Mandefebes Zolanandea, Jaraba Fredas, a caramanje, Sambandala Mafredese, Erebefredes, a carabashade. It's like it's like at the at like the back, the base of your neck has a, has a growth, something, something that's there, something on the base of the neck. Here, almost by the shoulder, I guess. Haha, Shakaraman Fredesa. If that wasn't you, go on praying. Come on. If that wasn't you, go on praying. If that was you, wave at me a little bit. You might even be online. I, I could tell. There. If that was you, if that was you, the little thing at the back of your the back, the bottom of your neck, I guess, by, by the shoulder almost. Ah, go ahead and receive now. Come on, you're the image of the sun. You're the image of the sun. And you're in a room full of suns. And we speak to that now. Dissolve and be gone. Tumors be gone. Growth gone. Shrink up and die now in Jesus' name. Ha! Ah, it doesn't take long for the flow of the Spirit of God. Come on. I sense it rising up in the room. Let's go for it. Come on. Let's go. Uh, everything, 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 everything. Ah, Shabaraman Fremesa Sofromoshta. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Ooh, I almost got to turn this back to Pastor Dustin now. I hear that. I hear that. The Son of God, Jesus, had a sound on the inside of him. And he spoke forth that sound. He spoke forth the word and the will of God. Come on up. It's fine. I'm almost gonna, I'm almost gonna hand it over. It's like those award shows you go to when they start playing the music, you know your time's done. <laughs> but in the name of Jesus, I speak to the utterance on the inside of each and every one of you. I speak to your life purpose, the things that God has called you to declare and proclaim and prophesy on this earth realm, and I call for that utterance to come forth from you now in Jesus' name. Some of you had been the lamb for too long, but you need to start allowing for the lion of the tribe of Judah to start roaring on the inside of it. Come out, the lion, come out. Some situations you can lamb yourself into and out of, but there are other situations you've got to lion yourself into and out of. And you have on the inside of you both. 